Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. We are delighted today to have uh, an executive from one of the leading cloud companies in the world to talk with us about some of the new things going on at the industry cloud. Jujar Singh is the executive vice president for industry clouds at Salesforce. So, Jujar, welcome to Cloud Wars Live. Great to have you. Great to be talking to you, Bob. I'm really look, looking forward to this discussion. So. Juju, you uh, you know sit atop this business at at, uh, at Salesforce, and it's I know that it's been building for a while. Salesforce has had some industry clouds for a while, but it seems like Juju over the last several months, the interest in industry specific solutions among customers has really soared. I wonder if you could talk a little bit about how you see uh, sort of the appetite for these new types of solutions in the marketplace. I think absolutely spot on, Bob. The appetite for industry solutions is expanding in a very big way. And we at Salesforce have been very convinced that speaking the language of our customers in the industry that they operate in is key. So we have been investing in this process for quite some time. And if you think about it, we started building our industry clouds way back in uh, something like 2016 when we built financial services and health cloud. So these two clouds have almost 16 releases of these industry offerings because we, we really believe in that these uh, industry specific solutions are key to the success of a lot of our customers. And today I can tell you, we have an enterprise scale industry solutions and our industry business is currently about a $2 billion ARR business. So we have 12 industry clouds and we have thousands of customers who are on industry specific clouds. And that speaks to the actual demand from our customers because we are building to their requirements. Mm -hmm. So Fins and Health, as I mentioned, was launched in 2016. Manufacturing, CG and public sector solutions, we launched in 2019. And 2020 was a monumental year for us. We acquired Velocity and we also acquired Dot.org. Both of them are industry specific companies who were built on top of our platform. So Velocity added, for example, comms, media, utilities, and further strengthened our fins and health services business. Whereas Dot.org gave us education, nonprofit and philanthropy. So, we have seen immense need from our customers and we have responded in kind by building and acquiring these companies which are based on top of our platform. So one thing I would like to say is, while you have started to hear about this very recently, but we believe having industry cloud offerings in the cloud, all built on the same platform, gives us a unique advantage. So we have 12 of them, as I mentioned, so that gives us is a really big advantage. And what we have also seen from our customer is the deep desire to get industry best practices. So we have almost 700 plus pre-built processes, which we deliver to our customers out of the box. And that actually helps quite a lot. And to go a little further, I'll also give you a further nuance. Some of our customers, Bob, Actually, when you talk about financial services cloud, you go from one segment to another, it is highly varied. So it's wealth, insurance, 
uh, retail banking, each one have their special flavors. So we have not only stopped at the macro level industry cloud offerings, we have actually gone ahead and built sub-segment specialization as well for insurance, for retail, for wealth on the financial services side. And as far as health is concerned, providers, payers, pharma. So those are extremely big as well. So we are super excited about the investments that we are doing, but it's all driven by the needs of our customers and the need for people to go digital fast. So that's another big thing which has accelerated this motion. So we have multiple examples across industry clouds where people are trying to get to do that. Yeah, Chujo, that's uh, that seems to be you know a lot of the the things that are going on today, right? Is the if digital transformation has a goal, uh, one of them ought to be right for companies doing it right. They want to be able to put the customer at the center of everything they're doing, and it seems like you know one of the things that has really sparked a deeper interest in industry cloud is the traditional horizontal applications can help somewhat with that. But as you get more deeply, as you've described into the industry specific capabilities there, that opportunity to put the customer at the center of everything really goes up. Is that a fair assessment? Absolutely. So I think as we look at industry specific offerings, Bob, I believe that the traditional demarcation of ERP, CRM, SCM no longer holds. And we actually push this agenda in a very big fashion. We talk about what we call our end-to-end industry-specific solutions. And there are a certain different flavors to it. So let me give you examples of that. One, kind of, we, we believe that every industry has a 500-pound gorilla, which mm-hmm. is sitting there. So in healthcare, Epic and Cerner are one of those. But our industry solutions focus on building pre-built integrations with them. And this is where MuleSoft uh, actually in our portfolio helps quite a lot. So we have built, for example, pre-built templates and connectors to epics and cerners of the world based on HL7 v2 uh, or Fire v4. So those are delivered out of the box, but that's just one element to it. The other part, which I would also emphasize is Bob, the part about getting into mid office. We have taken a stance that the traditional boundaries, as I said, are no longer true. So we are expanding into middle office. So if you think about some of our offerings in insurance, we are getting into policy and claims. If you think about manufacturing, we are focusing on rebates and ship and debit processes. If you look at telecom, we are getting into BSS where order management and distributed order management becomes a big element of focus. So the things that I would emphasize there, Bob, is we are not doing it blindly. We are very much focused on, as you said, customer-centric processes. So wherever we find customer is at the center of it, wherever we need to blur those boundaries to bring a better experience to our customers, we go into that area. So we launched, as I mentioned, 2019 Manufacturing Club, and it was key for us to bring the our ultimate end-to-end visibility to a front office sales person. So mm-hmm. for the run rate business, so building that sales agreements run rate visibility so that the salesperson can actually look at it, we went in and invested in it. So I believe those boundaries are blurring, absolutely. 
And we are investing, as I mentioned, in two dimensions. One is building those integrations to those 500 pound gorillas, but also getting into mid office because customer is the king and customer centric kind of design transformations are the key that every customer is looking for. Yeah, Jujar, can I ask you about the, the something you've mentioned here, mid office, and we've heard a lot about, you know, back office, front office. I wonder if, um, if you're successful in what you're doing with Salesforce industry clouds and your customers are successful in their digital transformations, will they eliminate these, uh, you know, front office, back office, mid office? Will it all, will, will the, the best companies all be in some ways like they'll just have one office, the office of the customer? I think definitely I would say, Bob, the kind of boundaries are blurring. Mm -hmm. I think it is going to take some time for them to completely go away. But if you are looking at a customer-centric design process, I believe these boundaries more and more are going to become less relevant. I'll give you a good example of um, a woman college hospital right in the pandemic, a customer of ours. And they were faced with so many phone calls where people were getting worried about, hey, do they have COVID or not? So they, in a matter of four days, launched a platform on top of us, their CIO Drew, Drew Wellesley actually took the initiative. We launched it on top of our platforms. So within four days, they could do a COVID-19 online self-assessment. And one of the key things was, it was also integrated to the backend system of Epic that they have. So that just gives you a flavor of example of customers where these digital transformations are no longer looking at the boundaries. And if you have these integrations pre-built, that digital transformation becomes that much easier. Yeah, uh, Jujar, it's, it's fascinating, you know, um, like you mentioned the $2 billion annualized revenue run rate and so forth for the business there. Uh, I, I think it was uh, about three weeks ago that Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella said that uh, as he introduced some new industry clouds from Microsoft, he said, we now have an industry first focus. Can you, Describe where you see sort of the industry cloud business in the firmament at, uh, at Salesforce. Absolutely. Uh, Bob, as I mentioned earlier, also, this is something that we, we did not start uh, kind of just yesterday. We have been investing in it and believed in it since 2016 by building these purpose-built industry-specific cloud, which have thousands of customers. So within Salesforce, this industry-first motion is very, very fundamental. So we are kind of investing in it across the board. And I'll give you a few perspectives on this, right? So first of all, kind of the industry first motion kind of reverberates throughout the overall Salesforce ecosystem. Our chief product officer, David Schmeier, built Velocity, which was a company built on top of Salesforce platform, all based on industry offerings. So it's not just the industry unit, kind of the whole thought process. This is a good reflection of our focus on industry. Mm -hmm. Secondly, I think the industry expertise is not only being imbued in uh, what I would say the product organization or building these industry specific clouds. We have actually brought in all our industry specific resources under the Salesforce industry unit umbrella. That's a bigger change as well. But it is also reflected in our sales and distribution. Mm -hmm. 
there is progressively more and more people in our sales and distribution, which are industry alive. And also the ecosystem part, Bob, is super key to us. This is where we have acquired Ecumen uh, Solutions. They had great practice in public sector manufacturing. This just adds to the customer success. So one dimension about Salesforce I would always like to call out is our key focus on partners as a big pillar within the Salesforce industry first motion. So partners play a super important role. Today, we have close to 700 plus industry specific applications on our App Exchange store. We have thousands of consultants from all the top firms like Accenture, Deloitte, who are trained on industry specific offering. But what is equally important is, since we had put this investment on industry specific offerings and products from such a long time, we actually see our partners actually not just build on top of our what kind of leading customer 360 platform, but they are building on top of industry specific clouds. So to give you two examples, IQVIA, a world famous name in pharma, they are building, for example, on top of health cloud, their virtual clinical trials, clinical apps. Cerner actually is building healthy CRM on top of health cloud. And these are just two examples where people have not only adopted our platform, but are building on top of industry specific offerings. I'll give you two other examples of big uh, industry vertical solutions, which are built on top of our platform. And Sino is a great example in financial services. They have played a crucial low role in the PPP exercise. They are built on top of Salesforce. Viva is another great example of, both of these are kind of publicly uh, held uh, companies who are vertical specific. So I truly believe that kind of, as we look at this industry first motion, it's just not within the confines of how we think about industry first, but it is also our partner ecosystem that we are bringing in into the picture. Great, and I'm gonna take a second here for a word from our sponsor, BMC. BMC wants to know, is your business on its A game? That's when systems are intelligent by learning from markets, where automation is paramount yet effortless, and when technology and people work as one in an enterprise. The A game is your business at its absolute best. BMC calls this the autonomous digital enterprise. Find out more at bmc.com slash A game. Well, uh, Juju, those are, are fascinating examples there, especially when you see, as you know, you've described them, some of the, the 500 pound gorillas in some of these businesses, they're not looking at this and saying, well, it better be either, either I win or they win. Instead, they're saying, let's go where the momentum is and build something together that perhaps neither of us could do individually. And absolutely, and I gave you examples where, and we actually believe for the success of the customer, it is going to be a heterogeneous environment. And we need to bring and build and all of those things seamlessly together. So this is where our focus on open ecosystems, API-based approach, API economy through MuleSoft, actually kind of really cements that approach. Yeah, um, Juju, you know, uh, I, I wanted to go back, if you wouldn't mind, to, you know, your comments about the impact that industry cloud solutions are going to have on the traditional horizontal LOB applications, right? Um, I, I've wondered, you know, I, I 
I would be hard pressed to identify a CEO in any industry who walks around thinking, uh, I've got to think today about enterprise resource planning. Yet the, the functions within ERP are helpful, but those have been now uh, almost like set at a different level where those have to be put in the context of what is right for the customer, what's going on out there on the front end. So could you chat a little bit more about that? Because I really liked your thoughts about the, the blurring effect there, particularly as these industry specific capabilities rise up and become more and more important to your customers. Absolutely. Let me give the answer in the context of kind of CRM horizontal applications, right? Which Salesforce has been investing for quite some time. And the way we look at this whole uh, part is we look at those horizontal clouds and the industry offerings are built to modify, extend all of those horizontal clouds so that they become relevant for that particular industry in which we are operating in. And we are extremely lucky, Bob, from that standpoint that the customer 360 platform is unique and is market leading. We, we are built on top of the number one sales, the number one service, the number one marketing, and the number one platform. That gives us a unique advantage. So we modify, extend, but make it purpose-built for those solutions. So we don't look at the boundaries of this is a sales solution, this is a service solution. We are looking at the boundaries of how can we solve the problems for our customers. In some cases, I would also say some of those uh, horizontal offerings may not be enough. We talked about, for example, getting into mid office. We actually had to build, for example, some of the parts of the BSS suite for our telco offering. Mm -hmm. We had to build the policy and claims for our financial insurance. So those elements come in, but then I would also like to mention that we don't stop at looking at just the, those transactional applications. Analytics and AI, Bob, play an equally important part. So when we look at that part, we leverage our analytical applications and build the analytical twin for that corresponding application for that industry. And what's also extremely unique is the AI elements that we can bring. Since now we are built completely industry-specific data models, processes, the analytics, AI becomes that much richer. And I would like to bring a very unique case and give you some customer examples. When we think about it, some people think about, for example, taking these industry applications and putting them on the cloud. Some are thinking, hey, we are just going to extract AI out of it. When we look at building applications, we think how can we reimagine this from an industry perspective? So I'll give you a good example. In our consumer goods, kind of if you look at the traditional approach of applications, if you were to just rebuild it on the cloud, it, for example, in consumer goods, retail execution is a common scenario where sales rep goes from one retailer to another, trying to make sure that the right merchandise is there, they're well stocked, and then they do a lot of activities there. When we went back and we were working with a lot of our customers like Coca-Cola North America, Pepsi, et cetera, we were working with a lot of these customers who are customers of our own consumer goods cloud, the key element there was how do we reimagine the whole thing using AI, using exchanges, et cetera. That was the concept. So we went back to the drawing board and said, hey, rather than looking at the sales rep going store to store on a fixed path, 
how do we actually build a model where business drives what stores to visit? So maybe they want to take a product category X that you want, they want to optimize, then find the quickest path, optimized path to those stores. Once they are in the store, use Einstein vision, for example, to do a planogram check. So that vision can actually, rather than doing those steps manually, do it based on Einstein vision so that you can ch check those aisles and make sure that they are stocked properly and then also give them a example of offers based on AI. So our thought process is, it's not just taking transactional and putting them in the cloud. It's not just about AI, it's building the next generation of industry applications, which is a complete reimagination. So that's how we are thinking about it, but we are also not stopping at that bottom. Yeah. We also believe some of the business models also have to change. So I'll give you a great example here and kind of one of those 12 industry clouds that we have, one of them is philanthropy cloud. So till date, industry applications have been a one-to-many. You sell to one customer and their partner so that they can do their business. Our belief is the next generation of innovation is also going to come through what we call the industry exchanges. And in this regard, philanthropic cloud is kind of a many-to-many -many industry exchange. It is the most comprehensive philanthropic marketplace that offers a connected experience to drive engagement with employees, impact with communities, and trust with key stakeholders. We have almost 1.5 million causes and schools in the US and Canada uh, put onto this. So if you think about it, philanthropy cloud is a true marketplace where you have all of these causes coming up, but a employee working in a given employer can then go in and do a, support any of these causes that he wants across the board. And mm -hmm. when the employee moves from one employer to another, they take their profile along. So it's a true exchange. And we believe that these exchanges are also the next generation of innovation that can be brought in. That's an interesting uh, angle to that, uh, Jujar. And I, I think uh, so important there, the point that the larger point you've made about this reimagination, because you know what a, a squandered opportunity it would be if companies today would just say, well, I'm gonna get more technology to automate the things I've done in the past some of which could be wonderful, but the world's changing awfully quickly. And it seems like the way into the future is, as you've said, begin with reimagining what could happen. How can I best serve customers? How can I grow and do the sorts of new things that I want and need to do? Absolutely. And I think I would add new business models, Bob, as another dimension yeah. that are going to come in. Right now, kind of all of us in the sales marketplace do end up selling per user per month. Marketing, I would say, is a little bit based on consumption. But in insurance, gross return premiums are the way to go. So we are leveraging, kind of tying our success to our customer success in terms of gross return premiums. So I believe this experience of change of new business models, as we go deeper and deeper into industries, we have to align to those business models as well. Yeah. And uh, Jujov, I, I know we're running out of time here. I just wanted to check, could you describe, and you've touched on it some, but could you talk a little bit more about the interplay between, within Salesforce, the industry cloud 
teams and the special industry specific capabilities there. And then the, the large and very well-known Salesforce, maybe horizontal clouds. Absolutely. So the way they interplay is, Bob, we are built on top of the platform and we are leveraging the complete strength of the platform, the core 360 platform plus the horizontal clouds. So our industry offerings uh, take these core platforms and our horizontal offerings, we modify them, we extend them. And as I mentioned, in some cases, Bob, we would go ahead and actually uh, completely build on top of the platform also. So when we go to middle office, there may not be other examples which are other clouds which we can leverage, but the strength of the platform is still there. So we go ahead and build on top of those platforms. That's one part of the puzzle. Then I had also given you examples of how we take AI and analytics and combine those and give an industry specific play. And then to combine and make an end-to-end story, MuleSoft plays a big part. So we take the whole platform and leverage it, but make it purpose-built for that industry. Jujai, thank you. Uh, it, it's been you know, great discussion. So uh, illuminating to hear about these things that uh, I think suddenly, you know, somewhere middle of this year, I think it's really gonna pop into the public consciousness of just how uh, powerful these new capabilities are with industry clouds. And I, I just wanted to offer you a last word if there's anything you wanted to share before we wrap. I, I would just say one thing, Bob, the whole industry approach and flavor is truly centered on and driven by customers. And there is a penchant in the installed base as well as all customers out there to go digital fast. This is where I believe if we can provide those industry best practices, the offerings that are tailor-made for them, sky is the limit and you can have the best impact for our customers. So that's I think the key to success. Yeah. Well, Juju, I thank you so much for making the time today and explaining some of what's going on with Salesforce and the industry clouds. It's been great to talk with you. Same here, Bob. Really nice talking to you. Thank you. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here at Cloud Wars Live. We look forward to uh, seeing you again next time.